Welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Huddle with Sham, Simon, and your host for today, Shan. Looking forward to week 14. Uh, we've got a jam-packed slate of games. Only well, a few teams on the bye still. Um, how are we feeling, guys? I feel, I feel like we've done this recently already, uh, seeing as we're recording this early this week, uh, Wednesday. It's not, always nice to talk to you boys. Just when it comes to our predictions, we, you know, I, I feel like you're putting us at a disadvantage. And I'm blaming you entirely because you're going out for your Christmas meal and you're not making your priorities right. So you're saying that we should uh, focus on the podcast instead of Christmas celebrations. I get it. I get it. I, 100%, I, I, 100%, 100%. We know which one's more important in our lives. And it's the game of American football. That Patriots game was fun, wasn't it? On Monday Night Football. Uh, fun's not the word uh, I would fun. use. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't yeah. know if that's how I would describe it. Uh, it's the storming Sarcasm. performance. Storming performance by the rookie Matt Jones. Destroyed the Bills. The the Bills, man. I, I have so many issues with this team right now. Like, so many issues. Oh, just, the, like, first of all, offensively, why why do they never change the game plan? Like, why, why is their only game plan? We'll let Josh Allen throw the ball a ton. Um, and if that don't work, we'll continue to let Josh Allen throw the ball a ton. And then when that still doesn't work, we'll just continue down this. It's kind of like, come on now. Like, I, I like Sean McDermott and stuff. Like, I, I think he's a good good coach. Um, Dable, I think he's been quite good there. But you, you've got to be able to make adjustments in a game, especially one with the weather affecting it like that. You've got to be able to say, you know, we need to start leaning on like this run attack. But then that's the problem. They don't have one. But, and even if they did, I don't trust Brian Dayball to lean on the running game. I think Singletree, Zach Moss, Matt Breeder is enough. Um, if you know how to use them, I don't think the Buffalo Bills know how to use them. Well, the, the Bills defense got a lot of flack after the game. They deserved uh, it. I, have you guys seen the press conference? where That was a bushy question, though. It loaded. Completely. It was, yeah, you shan't straight after a game. You what? You asking the players if they should be embarrassed on their defensive performance? I don't think so. Um, I think the problem lies with the OC and the offense not being able to. No, get it no, I, it's. I, no, I agree. I agree. It's it's definitely on the offense. You can't get you, past the team who puts up how many points? Fourteen points. 14, you, your, 14. your offense put no, ten listen, points. Listen, the the offense the offense was just as bad. Don't get me wrong. The offense has its fair share of blame to take in this. But I watched that game. I watched Stevenson literally run through arm tackles all game long because the Bills just can't tackle. He he was getting hit at the line of scrimmage and then still making 10 yards because no one knows how to effectively make a tackle. This is the problem for them. They're playing a team which... You, yeah, but you're saying that. Round and pound. They can't Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson averaged 3.2 yards. So I don't know what... like. Statistically, he had 24 carries for 78 yards. Damian Harris had a, what, 80-yard run? Yeah. That was the big play. I mean, you take away the big play. The Patriots didn't put up much points. Yeah, um, but if, and they weren't running with monstrous success. They were creative with their runs, I agree. It, it, I, I do admit, letting a team win, uh, this is a team, not defense stat, but with only throwing two, three times, two completions yeah. for 19 yards. For it's, it's insane. That's insane. It's it's insane. It's it's it just goes to show though. It goes to show like for one thing, Belichick, fair play to him. They they had a game plan going in, they executed it, and they they got the win. 
And their game plan was probably like, we don't actually have to score many points because we don't think Josh Allen is going to get the ball down the field and score. No, and, and, the, what, and, and the Bills aren't going to run. Happened. Look what happened. That, that, that Patriots defense did really step up, though. Now, that's one thing you got to say about this run that this Patriots have been on. Their defense have been absolutely legit. One of the better like units in the league. They've been led by their defense. That's why they're doing so well. Um, and yeah, then, and, and Matt, Matt Jones is probably going to walk away with the offensive player of the year, which he shouldn't. I guess a quarterback, but it doesn't matter. That defense is carrying that team. I, I don't know if he will. I mean, because at the end of the day, you've got people like Jamal Chase and uh, Waddle who they're, they've, they're splash players. They, they've had some great games and stuff. Whereas Matt Jones, he's been consistently good. So that there's you know there's merit in saying that he should be consistently However, above average, I would say. <laughs> consistently good, he does what's asked of him every game, and you can't ask more than that. And Sean, you know, Sean McDermott should be feeling the pressure though, because his Bills team are now seven and five. They've had some terrible losses, including the Jags and I believe the Jets as well. And now their their level on um, well their records the same as the Colts, who are just outside the playoffs. But everyone in that conference is doing that. So I, I think everyone's getting away with it because everyone's that bad or inconsistent, at least. I won't say they're bad. It's a bad it's, conference. It's, it's very it's, challenging. It's, inconsistent, it's inconsistencies. It's what it is. It's the teams that start off hot now and now all falling off. And the teams that didn't start off so well, but have found their way back into it and now starting to flex their muscles a bit. Like look at the Chiefs, look at the Patriots. They both started poorly, and everyone was saying, "Oh, this isn't this is going to be their year." They're not looking like the juggernauts that they should be. Not so much for the Patriots, obviously, but like with the Chiefs. But now the Chiefs, they've won five straight. They're winning games again. Whereas the teams that started off hot, Titans, the Bills, they're the teams now that are floundering. Titans for a totally different reason, though. They're just full of injuries. But well, Sean Sean McDermott needs to look at himself in the mirror, though. With some of these games, I'm not. I'm not not disagreeing. Uh, but you know, speaking about these, some of these other teams, I think we should just get right into the picks. Uh, before we do that, though, Simon, uh, what's what's the scores on the door? Yeah, so wasn't a very well. It was an alright for us last week. We all got nine points, so that's why I'm saying it's not very successful because no one's making any ground or losing any. Uh, I'm on 116. Shan, you're on 114. And Sham 113. I just wish that our fantasy league would look like this as well. <laughs> Definitely not. In the playoffs already. Uh, still okay. three games behind again. I need to catch up. Well, luckily the Patriots aren't playing playing this week for uh, for them to kill me because I always pick against them and always seem to lose. Uh, so let's start get started with Thursday night. We've got the Vikings and Steelers. Steelers pulled off a huge upset uh, against the Ravens. <laughs> Detroit Lions pulled up a huge upset against the Vikings. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Huge upset. Huge upset. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating there because both of those teams had no business winning. No, no, no. Both both these teams are bad. Um, uh, although now you look at them and you think, well, I think you know this this Minnesota team is still bad. Like they they've got a lot of inconsistencies going on, which is really a shame, really, because the players that they've got, you would think they're a bit better. And this Pittsburgh team, like we had them dead for rights. We were just like, that's it now. They're, they're dead in the water for the rest of the year. They had a game against the, the Ravens led by that defense. 
And it's kind of, that's how they're going to continue to win games if they do. And it's going to have to be their defense putting in a performance and their offense doing just enough for them to get past the team. Um, in this game, though, I have gone with uh, Pittsburgh getting a win. I just don't Oof, trust... Yeah, that's I don't, that, that's I don't, ridiculous. I don't trust this Minnesota team. And also, Phelan might not play, which is a big loss for them. Um, they then have to rely on, on other less experienced players. I think not having Phelan as your number two receiver really will hurt. So, yeah, Pittsburgh, my pit. And don't forget, Pittsburgh have more wins this season than the Vikings, which would you wouldn't have thought that. Uh, if you just listen to a lot of people praising the Vikings for most of the season. But what you've seen with the Vikings is since they beat the Green Bay Packers, they've not lived up to it. They lost to the 49ers. Then they obviously that one that lost to the um, Detroit Lions, which Simon's just mentioned. It's embarrassing. But I still think they'll put too many points on the Steelers to be able to match it. Uh, one thing with the Vikings this year, they've still managed to put up points. That feeling thing does worry me. If he doesn't play, I don't trust him. But I want to start winning this pick lottery that we seem to be in. Um, so give me the Vikings. This has nothing to do with our head-to-head picks. I'm picking the Vikings easy. Uh, oh, you fools. You fools. The Vikings are a masterclass in keeping games close, whether they're good or bad teams. And I expect this to go down to the wire as well. Uh, but I have the Vikings winning by one possession. Okay, Jets and Saints. Uh, finally, a, a matchup where picking the Saints might not be fu- foolish, Simon. Um, yeah. <laughs> Some, I, I'll be optimistic. I'll, I'll be optimistic. Uh, Kamara's looking likely that he'll be back. Um, that's a big boost for us. He's not played for the last four games. Um, we're, we're obviously on a five-game losing skid, uh, which, you know... Is the worst not... in the NFL? Just going to throw it out there. Yeah. It's not only uh, is it the worst in the NFL, it's really hurt me in this pick battles because I keep picking, picking the Saints um, when, you know, I, I really shouldn't. However, I, I think this is a game that even this, this Saints team, which is a little bit undermanned, a little bit hurt, a little bit bruised, they should have a chance of winning this just because this Jets team is in the same boat. They're, they're a little bit hurt themselves uh, and they're just, they're not very good. The start quarterback there. The star quarterback, Taysom Hill, is is nothing an injury though, and he's expected to play. He's expected to play, um, and it, it just have Kamara back in the backfield would be the biggest biggest thing that will help us in this game. And I think you know our defense should hopefully be able to contain this New York Jets offense. Um, real, realistically, only Elijah Moore is their only real wide receiver of any note. So hopefully we can we can hold him down. But anyway, uh, pick wise. I'll always back my boys. I'm going to go with Saints too. And uh, Corey Davis being on IR really, really, really hurts the Jets. The Jets are a team who are starting to put more points than they were at the start of the season. Uh, but I think the roster, when I look at that defense of uh, of the Saints, they've got too much there for the uh, Jets to overcome. And like Lattimore will just have to lock down Elijah Moore. Then there's not much really to worry about. They need to share it though. They need to share it. Yeah, well, so I take it we're all going for the Saints then. They're just a better team. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to kind of a disappointing matchup, yeah, really. Panthers and Falcons, they're the two teams that flattered to deceive too many times. Uh, Sham, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, Joe Brady getting fired by the Panthers. You could see coming if, if you actually paid attention by the looks of it. 
I don't know what to make of either team. Like, I don't like Matt Ryan. I don't think he's good. But then I don't like Cam Newton. I don't think he's good. Uh, but I think the Panthers have will have a, have to play with a spark in this game. So I'm going to actually go for, I think, is a surprising pick in the Panthers. They've already beat the Falcons earlier this year. And I think that's not a bad thing. They'll have a bit more confidence going into it. So give me the Panthers. So I, I sort of uh, sort of agree in in a sense that this this game does not excite me in the slightest. However, I I feel the Panthers without Christian McCaffrey, who's not set to play, um, they're just a, a totally different team. Um, meaning that I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they'll be very good. However, they'll probably come back and bite me in the ass for saying that. Um, and th- this Atlanta team, th- they can put points up, and when when their offense does click, it does click. Patterson's had a great year. Uh, Pitts, when he has a day, looks great. Um, I, I picked the Atlanta team to take this game. Yeah, they're still not the same without Calvin Ridley, though. Mm, uh, yeah, when uh, Carolina played the Falcons a few weeks ago, uh, they completely shut Pitts out. They they had a perfect game plan. Obviously, good players uh, help in that respect. But yeah, Pitts was completely shut out. Having said that, I'm going to pick Atlanta. Uh, I've I've been picking Atlanta for quite a few weeks, and, and they've done me proud. Without McCaffrey, I agree, it's it's going to be hard. Trevor Hubbard, I think he's good as a, his backup, but he doesn't bring the same spark that McCaffrey does. You, you and, can't. Yeah, and I'm not inspired by either of the quarterbacks. Cam Newton's too. Is is a great dual threat player, but he's too inconsistent throwing the ball. Matt Ryan's too trigger shy, but I just I just like the the Falcons for not much, not not any solid reason. But I, I'm just going to go with them. Okay, Texans and Seahawks. Uh, this is, in my opinion, the ugliest matchup of the week. Um, sorry, fans of Texans and Seahawks. Two struggling teams. Uh, I don't know if Terrell Taylor's Don't, don't apologise to them. Don't apologise to them. Well, how, no, how is this more of an uglier match than the Jets and Saints? Uh, Just no, saying. You, you now apologise to me. That, uh, how dare that, you? That's how fair. dare you? That's a fair comment. How dare yeah, you? T- apologise to I, me I, now. I take that back. Jets and Saints is. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Seahawks. Uh, I just... They're an NFC West team. Got back the NFC West. You know, following last week, you look at the the last game that these two teams play. Um, Houston were, were blown out by the Colts. Um, didn't score a point. The Seahawks beat the 49ers, who the 49ers were on a bit of a surge in what turned out to be a pretty exciting game. I think that could be a little bit of a spark for the Seahawks now, a bit of a resurgence going forward. So I picked the Seahawks for this game, mainly because... Houston just dead in the water, and they're also trying to. They've also cut um, Cunningham as well today. Yeah, that's a, that was a surprising cut as well. Yeah, not... young linebacker, isn't he? He's not that old. No, and he was a leading tackler from last season. Yeah, um, one of the few players who was on yeah. a, a big long-term contract as well. I don't so know what this Texans. I don't know what this Texans team are doing, but anyway. Yeah, and he's a claimable player for any 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 of the teams. There's no guarantees for next year. And I think it just adds another negative storyline, maybe for the Texans fan. Um, I've got to go with the Seattle Seahawks, though. Last week's win was impressive, mainly with their special teams delivering um, a couple of good throws by Russell Wilson. It's just, yeah, there's. I don't, I don't think the Texans are going to stop a team like Seattle. Next matchup: Chiefs Raiders. 
Uh, two teams which have been uninspiring. Uh, Raiders suffered loss. The Chiefs doing just enough to win last week. Simon, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's like what you said. Um, you, you, you've got to be impressed somewhat by this Chiefs, uh, their five-game winning streak now. Um, nah, but... nah. That's like, that's like saying uh, the Dolphins is five-game no, winning streak that you, Sham was talking about last week. You've got, you've got to be impressed that they're on a five-game winning streak still. However... Um, it's more like you say, squeaking past teams, the defense just doing enough to, to get them the win rather than this offense firing. Um, but this Raiders team's so up and down, they're so inconsistent, you just don't know. Um, they lost in a close game with Washington last week. From it depends if they can get Deshaun Jackson going, I think, because that's where this Las Vegas team will come to light. Like their defense is good, I don't think they're going to stop the. Chiefs all that much, but if their offense can um get Deshaun Jackson going and if they can get Derek Waller back, Darren Waller back, sorry, um, they might have a chance. It all just depends. But I've gone with the Chiefs in this game just because I, I trust them a bit more. I mean, I've gone with the Chiefs as well, but mainly because the last time they blew out a team, it was the Raiders three weeks ago when they beat them 41 to 14. That is more than enough um carryover from there, I think. And there's probably too many adjustments for the Raiders to make. So give me the Chiefs. They're, they're just going to put more points up. Yeah, I was foolish in that matchup to trust Derek Carr and co. And I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. So I'm going Chiefs. Next, we're talking about the Browns and Ravens. Sham, what are you thinking? I'm going with the Ravens here. They last uh, played Cleveland right before their bye week and won 16-10. Lamar did throw those four picks. Um, and Baker wasn't great himself. But I've got to go with the Ravens in this type of matchup with the Browns. I don't trust Baker, and I'm thinking Lamar can get it right a bit quicker. So my thoughts with this is that both of these teams need this win, right? Uh, the Ravens, because they've been on a, a really bad skid at the minute, and they're not looking good, they need to start getting themselves back in the right right direction. The Browns, because they, they've looked terrible, and as well, they need to start winning games, um, like this Browns team was talked about as being potential Super Bowl candidates at the start of the year. Now look at them. But anyway, um, in this game, I've gone with the Ravens because they need it a bit more. And I, you also, like last game out, the Browns, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were held to about like 40 yards between the two of them. Yeah, less than 40 that, yards. Yeah. That's that's not going to work if the Browns are going to win. They need They need those two to carry them, essentially, their offense. And they're just not doing it. So I, I just trust this Ravens team a bit more. They, they didn't have too poor of a show last week against Steelers. Uh, they were a bit unlucky, Lamar, streaky as always. But I'm trusting Mark Andrews to again see the Ravens through. Uh, I, I am kind of worried that teams were started. I, I hate the saying, you know, figured out quarterback, especially quarterbacks who are, who are predominantly runners. Uh, but Lamar struggles against the Blitz. And the Browns will bring pressure. Uh, but I'm just trusting this Ravens offense, of all things, to beat this Browns team because outside of Chubb, they're, they're not really inspiring. Well, that, that's just one thing. Sorry, I just wanted to add, which I meant to say. Um, this Ravens secondary is quite worrisome now. Um, Marlon Humphreys is obviously done. So they, they're a bit shorthanded on the back end. However, I don't think the Browns are the team to take advantage of that. So it just solidifies my pick a little bit more. Yeah, they don't. The Browns don't have the talent on the edges to worry the Ravens. I think even without Marlon Humphrey. 
Maybe if they had Odell. Said no one ever. Yeah, the, you'll just get another video of all the times that Baker just checked down to his running back or, you know, threw it out of bounds instead of throwing to Odell Beckham 20 yards in the end zone. But anyway, let's move forward. Uh, moving on to Washington and Cowboys. We've got a great offense in the Washington football team, arguably. And what? you've got an inconsistent offense in the Cowboys. <laughs> based on the last few weeks. So, says no one ever. The about a, no, says no one ever. A great offense. On the Taylor Heineke at the helm. <laughs> Fitz Magic is done for the year. Taylor Heineke is going to, you know, step up another level to what he's already doing. Julian uh, Tom Brady and coming out victorious. What more can yeah, who, who predicted Washington to reel off four wins in a row? Starting off with the Buccaneers and the Panthers, Seahawks and the Raiders. Um, so, to, to me, this game could go uh, any direction. The Dallas Cowboys offense has been so inconsistent. I've got Dak Prescott in fantasy, and I'm hating every single minute of it because I don't know what I'm going to get week to week. Um, but the, the good news is for both these teams is they probably know each other really, really well, and they know how to tackle each other. They these two two teams play again in two weeks' time, um. But give me the Cowboys. I think there's just too much talent, and I don't trust in the Heineke magic with Logan Thomas's injury, which is a big hey, loss. Is gonna hey. They need every they need everyone with Heineke there. Yeah, give me so, the Cowboys. So for me, the problem is we're doing this on on Wednesday night. This is one of the games that here I, we I, go again. Here we go again. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, with how bad bad are. Pick record is. Uh, <laughs> it seems well, like it's more or less just random. The, well, the, the the thing is, right? I think the key difference will be in this game. The, the one of the key factors is the health of Amari Cooper, if he, whether or not he's back from illness, uh, from COVID. Sorry. And if if Cooper's back on the field, then for me, this is just an easy dub for the Cowboys. To be quite honest, because I think he is one of the key cogs in their offense. Um. However, if he's not back, it then leads to more questions. But as what Shamda said, Logan Thomas out for the year, that's a massive loss for this Washington football team. Ricky Seals Jones, next man up. <laughs> um, and it's for that reason I, I've also picked the Cowboys to, to win this game. For all my hyping up the Washington football team, I'm going to go with the, with the same choice. <laughs> I've picked Washington too many times early on in the year, and that's when Heineke turns into God. Prime, prime <laughs> Heineke. Um, yeah, Cowboys are the safe pick. No, no conviction. There's no conviction in anything you say anymore. You've lost all, all, all validity because all you do is you hype up this team. So you're like, well, actually, I'm just going to go pick the safe pick. Hmm, I'm not going to stick with my this team that I'm hyping up anymore. Hmm, that's that's pretty much all I'm getting from you all year. <laughs> I can say the same about both of you guys. Eh? I'm trying to spark conversation. You guys are like, oh, oh what's going to hurt my win-loss record? What's the safe way? What are these other guys picking? No, but... I'm giving what the people <clears throat> what they want. The Who's reality. Winning? Who's winning? Who's winning? Exactly Who's for winning? those reasons. I'm Who's winning? Cowboys. <laughs> all right. Um, next one. Uh, I know. You guys can copy me because I'll, I'll go first. You know, tough matchup, but I'll pick the Titans over the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Going out on limb. I, I know where you what you guys are going to do now. Change your picks to to follow mine, but yeah, I'm I'm going out on limb and picking Titans. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think it's much of a limb, but I, I'm also picking the Titans. I know that's a joke, Sam. Sorry about that. But um, realistically, this might be a closer game than what you think. Depends on health, but I think Titans had a week off, so they might have got a bit more healthy. Yeah, uh, Julio Jones is back practicing, so... Yeah, AJ Brown's back. So that's that's all helps for them. It's just, let's see if they can get that running game going again with Hilliard and uh, Deontay Foreman. But yeah, Tennessee's my pick because this Jackson Jacksonville team just needs to go he, in the bin. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what are we expecting? Carlos Hyde uh, down the middle 50 times a match and then Titans uh, have got it sealed up. What, one, one yard of carry or whatever his average was. Yeah, while, and, uh, while, he, while he's asking for a breather with James Robinson on the sideline. So James Robinson had a benching hey, after hey, his fumble. Res- respect that man. He was the Jacksonville player of the match. Res- put some respect on his name. James Robinson keeps getting uh, benched when he fumbled. He was benched for 17 snaps, whereas Kyle Tide, when he fumbled, was benched for about four snaps. And Urban Meyer says he doesn't control it. It's not in charge of it. No one understands what he's in charge of in Jacksonville right now. Um, Did- did you listen, watch the, listen to the Meyer defender now? Listen to the Meyer defender. I am not a Meyer defender. You still sound like you're on the fence. You're like, oh, James Robinson's benched himself. What's he doing? <laughs> Trading no, to the no, team. Don't be. James Robinson is Jacksonville's most talented offensive player. He should be on there as much as possible. And James Robinson said he thinks he got benched too. He's been given no explanation. Uh, and then they bring him in for. Uh, in the last eight snaps, he plays three of them. He's like, why? He didn't even understand why he got ball back in for those. All right, all right. We're, we're, we're done talking about this trash. Uh, you, I could, I could talk on for hours. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you talk Tennessee. Let's yeah. move on. Let's go on. Let's get on with our lives. All right, Chargers Giants. Again, this is an ugly matchup. Uh, an ugly matchup. What, what, what are we thinking? <laughs> or are we even? Do we even need to think? No, Chargers. Just give me the Chargers. Yeah. The Giants are a disappointing mess. Um, and they're going to clear house at the end of the off se- uh, end of the season anyway. Yeah. It, like, there's not much, again, there's not really much to talk about. Chargers had a great game there last week. Like, we have to maybe touch on that a minute. We talked on it about our previous pod. But they did have a great game. But they need to They had a great finish and a great start. They didn't have a great middle. Uh, you know, but it's all about you're only... You're only saying that because they've been so disappointing more or less every single week. So when they have Probably. a good game, it's like, oh, we should mention it. We shouldn't. <laughs> Don't accept mediocrity. Sam. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's let, you know. Let's not get ourselves dug down in this conversation either. Let's just pick the charges and we'll move forward with our lives. Broncos, Lions, Dan Campbell, what a legend! Back on, I'm back on that train now. You know, trains pulling to the station. <laughs> Here I am, jumping back on. Dan's my boy. So you're hyping up the Lions and you're going with the Lions, yes? Absolutely. I've got the Lions for this game. Uh, the reason being, I, I actually think they've, they've been in close games all season. They've got a win under their belt now. Jared Goff had his best game. Maybe that was all it took. They just needed a bit of time to get used to it, like playing together. Who knows? Um, this Broncos team did not look good last week. Uh, Treading through pricks. The defence didn't stand up. I've got the Lions. I'm just going to back, back my boy. Get on the train. Back my boy. I mean, the Broncos don't play bad against teams that are really bad. And the Lions are really bad. So give me give me the Broncos. I don't see Jared Goff throwing it all over the field or doing anything last minute like he did against the Vikings who were down two of their linebackers, key players in defense. Um, yeah, you've got to try and play against Pat Satan. That ain't going to be easy. Give me the Broncos. Yeah, I, I, was, I was tempted to pick the Lions. I'm not going to lie. 
but at the end of the day, that's a foolish pick. It's the, it's the Broncos any day because they're, they're, they're just a better team. I know they're inconsistent, but and this the lines is, aren't good. This is why I'm winning the game picks. <laughs> In your dreams, buddy. Until next week. All right, uh, Bengals 49ers. Uh, to be honest, um, I don't think this will be a great watch because I'm not liking the 49ers. Based on what they did against Seattle, I know the Bengals completely tanked against the Chargers as well. But the Bengals have a winning formula that they know what they want to do. And Burrow and Co. are comfortable executing, in my opinion. So that's why I'm, I'm going for Bengals for an easy win. So I'm I'm probably going to surprise people a little bit here again. Um, I've gone with the 49ers. Only, I think, like I said before and a few few weeks ago, um, I think Bengals are going to struggle to close out the season just with lack of experience. I think they're one of these teams that started out really strong. And I think when it comes down to the crunch time, they're, they're going to lose the experience to do it. Whereas this 49ers team, they're also young, but they've got a coaching staff that have been there before. And they've got some of those experienced players around them. Garoppolo's been all the way to the Super Bowl. So has Kittle. You know, they've got some experience around them and they've got some true leaders. Uh, and mainly, Debo Samuel is potentially back for this game. If Debo comes back, that offense is a totally different beast that you have to deal with. That's why they've got my pick. If Debo doesn't come back, then obviously I'm a fool. However... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I've got to go with the 49ers too. But in their last, what? yeah, <laughs> in their in their last six weeks, the 49ers have only lost twice, and both of them were divisional games in the NFC West. Um, and that's the Seahawks and the Cardinals. I don't see how um, the Bengals can overcome the 49ers with balanced approach that Shanahan brings, and they are scoring a lot of points. Um, in a way, they could have beat the Seahawks last week too. Um, so yeah, 49ers are scoring a lot of points consistently right now, and I don't think the Bengals are a team that can stop a multi-dimensional attack. We've got some Garoppolo believers in our midst. Oh, uh, also Fred Warner's potentially coming back as well, and that's a massive boost for their defense. Did you just not hear me? You've got Garoppolo. You're back in Jim, Jimmy G. Absolutely, absolutely. It's more of a Shanahan thing here, for me. <laughs> the guy who you wanted out of the building. Yeah, but I still think he's underachieved, but I, I let's, think let's, not get, let's not get bogged down with this now. Come on. Let's, yeah, let's I don't think Chiefs chops aren't worth it. We're, we're on the home stretch. Three games left, and we've got two at least uh, are decent games, in my opinion, and that's the Buccaneers and the Bills are one of them. What are we thinking? <laughs> I've got to, oh, can I take this? I'm going to go Buccaneers because. They're going to make the Bills... Re- well, the Bills are going to make themselves one-dimensional and the Buccaneers are going to take advantage of it. Josh Allen is going to try and play superhero to keep up with Tom Brady in this game. And I don't think he's got it in him. And the Bills, even though they're playing this in Tampa, they're not going to try and run. And the Buccaneers are one of the worst teams to run against. So I don't think they're going to try and correct themselves either. So, yeah, the Buccaneers are just too good of a team. And Gronk, I just want to say, special shout-out to Gronk. He has been delivering really, really well this, uh, this year. And he looks he better than he did last year. Well, he looks more healthier than last year. He just moves a little. He's got a bit more movement in him this year. Give me the bucks. Leonard Fournette time. So, again, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here because, obviously, the, the Bills lost to this uh, the Patriots on Monday Night Football in 
what can only be described as a terrible game. However, this is crunch time for them. They they need this win more than the Bucks need this win. And actually, I think the Bills' offense is the perfect offense to play against this Bucks defense because Bucks defense is all about stopping the run. They're big up front. Their their weakness is actually their defensive backfield, like their their cornerbacks, their safeties. Their starting safeties suspended due to trying to fake his COVID vaccination card or whatever it was with uh, that player that I don't talk about. So because of that, I've actually picked the bills for this game. Um, I I genuinely think that this this is kind of a must win game for the Bills because if they don't win Sunday, they go two games behind the, or is it three games behind the Patriots? Uh, no, it'd be, still be two games behind the Patriots, right? So to go if they go that many games behind them, there's no way that they're catching them up. Basically, um, they need to get the win. It, it doesn't matter if if they need a win. The Bucks are just a little bit better. Not as, not, not as, Don't, you know, no, no, you can't, you can't, they're not as, you can't use the box as well. Not Come as on, good man. as the Cardinals, but they're the better than does. Um, who needs Antonio Brown? You got Godwin, you got Gronk, you got Evans, Tom Brady, you, needs you, you got Brown. regular season Lenny there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and this is why I'm a bit unsure because uh, the Bills can't stop a running game and. The Bucks have lived on Lenny Fournette the last few weeks, so you can, you can get preseason Lenny and he'll run all over this uh, defense. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Okay, we got the Packers and the Bears next. Fierce rivalry off the off the pitch, but really Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, which is, which is why I'm picking the Bears. Uh, so so Packers. Oh, no, no, you've said it. You said it. You said it. I put it down. Record it. Go the Packers. <laughs> I mean, it's not the I uh, I own you revenge game, is it? Because that ain't gonna happen. There's um, no revenge. If, yeah, there's no revenge. This this rivalry is one sided. It's gonna stay one sided. I'm sure we we're all gonna take the Packers, even though Justin Fields is set to be back for the Bears. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tay. You're gonna take the Bear, Packers as well. Of course, I'm taking the Packers. Don't be don't be ridiculous. Um, but I I said about it a few weeks ago. I think this Packers team are going all the way. They they're coming to form at the right time of the year. They're a tough team to play at home, so I think I don't know if this is a home or away game. But when it comes to the playoffs, that's why I said they're they're going to be the team that you're going to struggle to go and play against. This Packers team are just they're very good. There's nothing more to say about them. Rogers is doing his normal Rogers self and showing why he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the league. Uh, and this Bears team. They're a bit of a mess. They've got some potential there. Like they're, they're a bit of rough edges, but that's, feel... that's just the Bears, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think that's what we say about the. I think that's what we say about them every year. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah, but this Green Bay team's just just better than them. All right, so moving on, talking about a you know a premier quarter quarterback <laughs> against a mess. We're we're talking about <laughs> Kyler Murray versus the Rams here. The best team in the NFL against a mediocre NFC West team. So you you guys know what I'm doing, picking the Cardinals all throughout the year, including the playoffs. Uh, and it's not even close. Without Robert Woods, the Rams are missing something. Yeah, the, the Rams' offense does not look right without Woods. Um, I think it's you can't you can't really like 
put as much on it as in like you look at the last few weeks since Woods been injured and this Rams offense has just seemed to have fell apart. Cooper so Cup, Stafford. Yeah, well that's that's what I mean. Cooper Cup's not been as effective. Um they're just not moving the ball well. And this defense don't have they're just not they're just not good. Like on paper they sound better than what they are, but watching them play, this Rams defense isn't particularly good. Um saying that, but you know, the cards outstanding last week. They'll be outstanding again. When you've got Carlo healthy and you've got healthy uh, D-Hop, they're pretty much unbeatable, aren't they, really, going forward? We'll see if in that the carries on into the playoffs. Even though the Rams did beat them, I think, <laughs> early in the year, but cards are my pick. And the Rams have been trying to go deep since Odell Beckham's come into the fold. They're really trying to stretch the field and they're not doing a very good job. And I know Matt Stafford has always liked to throw deep. It's not working. Then you get Cooper Cup involved earlier in games than they are. They're not running very well. Uh, Sonny Michelle looked much better than, uh, you know, Henderson has in the last few weeks. But, yeah, there's just something about them that's just not clicking. Our offense doesn't seem at one. They look better with the Goff sometimes than they have in the last few weeks with uh, Stafford. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. They're the home team here. And I think they're trying to make a statement to the NFL again. They're always having to make a statement to get that recognition, I feel, because the recognition always somehow falls to the Rams. And I believe the Cardinals are slight favourites for this game. And I'm going to stick with that as well. Give me the Cardinals. Cardinals, Green Bay playoffs, maybe. But anyway, that's it for the picks then this week. Any final comments? This is the week I finally break that snap and catch up to Simon. Can I take over you this week? Uh, Probably, because, you know, we've picked some... Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, this is the week I go number one <laughs> and file this podcast under comedy. Shall <laughs> take us away. So, thank you for listening. We're now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as all other good podcasting services. So, give us that five star review if you can. Send in your questions to us on Twitter at tuh underscore podcast or email us on the unqualified huddle at outlook.com. Thank you for listening. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye in English. <laughs>